Yeah, I think analysing the game back, I think it was uh, the performance was good. I thought lots of real attack and intent in the game. Um, mixed our game up really well uh, between those moments of playing through pressure when it came and, and being patient when we had to be uh, against Malky's team that played played well and made it difficult for us on the day. So uh, so I think in terms of the attacking intent in the game was, was really good, middle to front and some of the build-up play. Uh, I think structurally, defensively, we'll get better. Uh, and that's just time. So, um, But overall, we, uh, we we scored four goals. We created chances in the game, numbers of chances. And uh, like I said, the, the two goals that we conceded will, uh, uh, as time goes on, I wouldn't expect us to, to lose those. We obviously spoke about Carl Stafford afterwards. Has mm. that progressed as... As you were expecting it to. Yeah, yeah, it's progressing. So, uh, but there's nothing to definitive to add on that. And in terms of ingoings from that, um, Gustav Lagerbielka was a man that's been been linked and has maybe given a few quotes over in Sweden about how honoured he would be if it was to move to Celtic. Can you tell us anything else about that? No. That's certainly an area I wouldn't stress stressing though. Well, clearly, yeah, if we lose a, a centre half, I want to bring in another one. But I've got nothing to add. There's there's probably a few other names that'll be mixed in that there and if I speak about everyone then uh, we might be here for a little while. Is that in the pot at the moment though Brendan that transfer is ongoing? Yeah there's just a number uh, of uh, ones that we're looking at but, but like I say nothing definitive. Is it just the, the central defence area you're looking to strengthen at the moment Brendan with Carl leaving or, or are there other specific areas of the pitch you are looking to strengthen? Yeah there's other areas I would like to, to improve on so that we're set and I'm really pleased with, with the players that's here, you know, the the guys that uh, I inherited been very, very good, uh, been really pleased with the attitude and energy of of them, because uh, it's, it's it's always difficult, you know, it's, it's a new cycle of work, it's, it's not a continuation, it's a new cycle, a new manager, you know, tweaks in the, the, the philosophy of, of how they work and how they play, a lot of the principles the same, but they still change. Um, but those players, the players have reacted very, very well, and I've been really pleased with that. But naturally, I would want to strengthen before the window shuts in order to uh, uh, to play the number of games that we have to play with the strongest squad that we possibly can. You talk about strengthening. Obviously, someone you know well from your time before Kieran Tierney, he's been linked a lot this summer. Uh, Arsenal reportedly would let him go this this summer if an offer came in. If that was the case, that he would like to come back to the club, would you look at that? Is that something you'd be interested in? Or do you feel that resources would we be better spent elsewhere on, on the pitch, considering you do have two first-team left-backs? Yeah, I don't speak on what-ifs. You know, there's speculation around many players coming into here. Naturally, there's a, an association, a link with Kieran because of his past here and our past together, but uh, but there's nothing, nothing to add to that. I want to add to the squad and uh, if we can strengthen that over the course of the, the next coming weeks, then I'll be happy with that. Would you expect some players to leave? Yeah, yeah, I would think so. I think um, I think in terms of players, we'll, we'll, we'll probably move on that will want more game time. Um, like I said, I've spoken to a lot of the players in terms of where they're at and where, where they stand. Um, so I think everyone that we'll have here by the, by the end of the window will, will want to be here. 
Um, so, uh, but like I said, there, there could be some movement. Um, players that were maybe, you know, that was maybe felt that they were going to move on. You know, the players like David Turnbull has, has done excellent over the course of pre-season. He's come in, he made a really good impact. I like him as a player. Uh, so sometimes players get that uh, motivation to stay and want to fight and want to work and show their quality. So, um, but overall, I do expect some to leave and uh, because they'll want more game time. Any bits for any of your players at the moment? No. How close are you? Would you see, obviously, European football's kicked in for a lot of Scottish clubs already. You have that nice period of time before the group stages arrive. How close would you say you are to, to having a squad with depth ready to compete in the Champions League group stages? Well, it's always going to be a challenge. You know, by the time we get to, what, mid-September, by the time the Champions League comes, this, this group will be even better. Both in terms of hopefully depth, but but in terms of, you know, the the affinity to how we want to play and how we want to work and and the sort of adaptation to the the changes. So um, so that's over over a month or so away. So you know, I, I like to develop teams and improve players and and you know with five odd weeks or so to go before that game, I would think we'd be in a better place. So um, but whatever squad we have here, it's always going to be a huge challenge. You know, I'm also a realist. I, I like supporters to dream. I like to dream of doing great things with Celtic. But I'm also realist, and uh, but I know that when we arrive into it, we'll be given our very best shot at the at the competition and and see where it takes us. Is the competition just getting harder and harder as the years goes on? Yeah, no, there's there's absolutely no doubt about that. You know, when you look at the the, the finances involved and and the players at that level and then it's uh, it's a huge challenge, absolutely huge challenge. Um, I think a club like ourselves, it's a, that's always going to be that, you know, where, where the game is at and where economically we are at in, in comparison to a lot of those clubs there. It is a challenge, but it's still, it, it's a competition and we want to be really competitive in it and be the best that we can be in it and that, that's our plan. Brendan, looking ahead to the weekend, obviously you got Good memories, big wins up at mm. Tottery over the years. What are, what are your fondest memories from up there, and, and how important is it, especially this early in the season, to go up there and, and take three points back down there? Yeah, it, listen, my, my experience of being up when I was here in the in the past was that uh, Derek had his team really, really well organised, and they were very, very competitive, and they were all, always challenging games. The results we had against them was was very, very good, but at that time they had a really strong group of players, you know, players that went on and, and left there and, and got into the Premier League and, uh, and have done well. And, and other players like Johnny Hayes and Johnny was a brilliant player for me here. And obviously when I left, he was he was a big part of the squad here. Uh, and I've known Johnny since he was 15 years of age. Uh, so I know his qualities on and off the field. So I think it's going to be a real challenge for us. The memories up there, yeah, I remember going there, We one of the best performances that we had when I was here, uh, it was one evening. I think from when Aberdeen had played last, we had, that was going to be our fourth game when we were playing them because of the, the, the change in games. We went up there one evening and we were absolutely outstanding. We won 3-0, played really calmly in the game. Our level was a really, really high level. So that was, that was a very good performance. Uh, I remember Brownie getting kicked up there and <laughs> having a dance. 
and uh, that was that was a funny memory. Uh, but overall, I can only remember really competitive games against Aberdeen, the the Scottish Cup final, of course, and and the League Cup final were, were games we played in finals. But um, no, I never anticipate ever an easy game against them. It's uh, it's always a tough place to go, uh, so we go there expecting to to have to fight, uh, to have to uh, play well to get the result. You keep an eye on Scott Brown in terms of his management career. Yeah, yeah, all my former players are going <coughs> to do that. And I've got no doubt Scott will uh, be an outstanding manager. He's a um, brilliant character, great captain for me here. And uh, it was nice to see him make that step in. You know, he's, he's come away uh, from Scotland and gone into Fleetwood and you know, he's made a really good start. So, um, so I expect him to do well. He's... He was a great leader here as a as a captain, and I'm sure he'll do really well as a manager. He dipped his toe into the coaching when he's here, wasn't he? The last time, um, so was it just a natural progression from then to get him manager? Yeah, I think by the time I came in, I <clears throat> sort of stopped him from doing it because I think that maybe at that age, at thirty two, maybe felt his 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 path was maybe already made in terms of coaching, and and I, and I tried to say to him, listen, if, if you look after your body right and get yourself focused on the game again then you can play on for a few more years yet and uh, and that's what he did do so we stopped him travelling to the, the, the reserve games and getting back late at night and getting his preparation right and I have to say for me he was sensational you know as, as a captain as a player and as a person so um, so yeah so I'm so happy to see him do so well and, uh, and I'm pretty sure he's got a long career ahead of him in management I don't know if you've addressed this yet Brendan but the, mm. the issue of time getting added on the games this season uh, which, which your thoughts on it yeah it's not ideal especially if you're a club that's playing a lot of games in the season um, you know you, you're getting 8, 9, 10 minutes uh, of a game when I think the whole the whole nature of it should be to, to minimise the game time of players you know especially top players that are playing upwards of maybe sometimes 60, 70 games a season you know if you're adding eight to ten minutes onto every game they play and they're playing three times a week, that accumulation over the course of a season can can equate to more games. So, uh, and when you consider now that the game is is multi ball, you know the ball should be in play more. Uh, naturally, the game stops when uh, when there's a celebration, but that's that's what it is. So, uh, so yeah, I'm I'm not really in. Uh, a real advocate of seeing the, the board go up when there's nine, ten minutes, eleven minutes played played over the game time. Put the onus on the sports scientists and whatnot to, to try and ensure that players are, you know, in that proper mental and physical state because as you mentioned, the likes of Cameron McGregor with Scotland and, and, and Europe was almost a set of the games for the last three seasons, you know, I mean that's mm. is that is that changed ever so slightly in terms of the, the sports science and well, I think the it, it's something that may come into it. I think the sports science team here do a brilliant job uh, in terms of recovering players, preparing players physically in order to be ready for not just the game time, but it's the intensity of which uh, we want to play our game. So, um, But that's a, that's a combination of the players and, and the staff working together. And from what I've seen so far with this group, they're super professionals, you know, they eat the right things, they prepare themselves well, they do their prehab together, 
so they're ready to go onto the pitch. They're doing their their activation work. They're doing their doing their gym based work, and then they're working very very hard to a really high level with the coaches on the grass. So it's uh, so yeah. So the standard of performance from the staff and the players, both on and off the pitches, is a really high level, and I will continue to push that to to keep improving the level. He's okay, son. Yeah, he's he's fine. He uh, he's been back training. Just got a little knock, and again, that this is a season for him to to be available and be robust and be strong, and uh, so and he's shown that over the course of pre-season, and he, he took the little knock, came off, and but he's 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 okay. In terms of David Turnbull as well, obviously you touched on him earlier. He's got a year left, and he still sees someone who's looked to tie down. A long-term contract like Hugo, Maeda, and McGregor. Well, uh, so long as the consistency and performance and the and the mentality is right, I think that's important. I think that um, he's waited a bit of time here to get an opportunity. But as I always say, the responsibility is with the player, and if he can continue with the level of mentality and attitude to to improve, then he'll be a great asset for us and in, in the club. So, um, so yeah, but uh, but he's doing very well. But it's consistency now. The goalkeeping situation, you've had a lot of time over pre-season, like the likes of Scott Bain, Benjamin Seacrest, Joe Hart started on Saturday. What are your overall thoughts on the goalkeeping situation right now? Yeah, just listen, The all three keepers, obviously Bainey was here when I was here and he was a he, he was an excellent understudy. Um, he, he plays how you know, a modern keeper should play in terms of being able to deal with the ball at his feet and make saves so but he's been a great support and very loyal uh, number two or number three since he's since he's been here uh, Benji I obviously haven't seen so much he's come in he hasn't played so much uh, but again a, a goalkeeper with a really really good attitude uh, to his training to his work and he's always there and works hard every day and Joe Hart speaks for himself Joe's come in he's had a fantastic career um, he's so ambitious to do well he knows he's getting towards the end uh, of his timeline as a as a as a player, but he wants to maximise that. And in order, when I see him work, in order to do that and to play as long as he can, he he's working ever so hard uh, to uh, to be the best that he can. You know, he's a great guy, and uh, he he makes crucial saves for the team. So um, so yeah, so like I said before, it's assessing everything, and I always like to give players and, and individual players and, and the units within that that time we've got through until I said another three weeks and, and by the time that time comes I would then hope that I'll have everyone on board in order to, to go forward for a really exciting season. Anyone else out or anyone else close to coming back for the, for the weekend? I know it's still a Wednesday for a couple of weeks to go but anyone else? Yeah, um, O will probably be out for a few weeks. He, um, he, he Obviously, he hurt his calf against Atletico Bilbao, but um, but he uh, he trained on. No one knew he trained on. He, he was involved in the game, obviously, at the weekend, and then he trained on the Sunday, and then afterwards, he obviously spoke to the medical team to say that he had uh, he'd felt his calf and it's ended up he's he's got a calf problem, which might put him out for forty six weeks. So um, so that's where he's at. Uh, apart from that, the the injured guys are doing really well. Um, Ali Johnson's back on the on the grass, 
running, working, he's he's up in his intensity. So so that's really really good. Good news for us. Marco Tilio is again now out on the grass as well, so he's moving and moving well. So that'll be great. These you know we expect him maybe to be middle of September, um, to another month or so we, but uh, but he's out on the grass, which is a a big step forward for him. So um, but apart from that, we're uh, we're okay. Thanks, Brendan. Okay, good lads. Thank you, good. Staying in here? Or? Thank you.